Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called Frog King Fragments. It was written by Stephen Scuta and uh, translated into English by Pascal Breitenfeld, who is also our game master. And this is episode two. Uh, our recap will be given by me as my character, Carl Henning. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. It was on the evening of May 13th, the feast of our Lord's ascension into heaven, that Yolanta Erling first stepped into my office. She was one of those self-appointed sergeants of the world who feel it necessary to bark out orders at people rather than simply ask politely. Narben Gazisht and I had been invited out for the day by his former commanding officer, Walter von Arenberg. The weather was pleasant, and we spent the day walking about and chatting. It wasn't until early evening that we returned to my office for a drink that we found the note from Dr. Prinz. I phoned him up immediately. He told me that a Mrs. Yolanta Erling was demanding our attention and that she needed to meet up at the same that same night. I wasn't exactly prepared. I was tired and it was getting late. Nevertheless, I agreed to the meeting and my comrades chose to stay with me. Despite the urgency, the clients took their sweet time getting here. The woman was, as I described her before, loud and domineering. Seems her professor husband had gone missing while on a lecture tour. She became alarmed when she received a flower shop receipt from Gotengen uh, for 3,500 silk flowers in a rainbow of colors. The last anyone saw him was sometime after his lecture, he was running naked through the streets. I gathered that he had suffered some sort of breakdown and needed to be located. We checked with the police and the hospitals, but found nothing. We called to his next destination in Hanover, but he had canceled the trip. Also, his daughter showed up at our office half an hour after her stepmother left. She seemed wary to avoid the other woman, but was genuinely concerned with her missing father. We reassured her and sent her home. A few things of note that we did find. A letter from one of the famous brothers Grimm, Jacob, to his brother William, concerning the murder of his assistant. It read like the plot line to one of their stories. It seemed quite gruesome about the young man being mauled by a big bad wolf. The letter was dated 1810, a case long dead. Its only value might be for its association with the authors. In addition, we had the transcript from the professor's lecture. These academics, they put a great deal of emphasis on whatever subject they are discussing, as if its importance would shake the foundations of our society, when all it really amounts to is a bunch of fairy tales. We have decided to retrace the professor's steps in Gottingen. Uh, I am quite surprised the police didn't pick him up. But apparently that's not the case. It's possible a compassionate Christian rescued him from himself and is sheltering him or worse, he has run off into the woods. In any case, I'm confident that a little detective work will find the missing professor 
and return him safe and sound to his loving wife. Okay, thank you very much, Tom. So you left, uh, we left off when you boarded the train uh, to Göttingen. Um, it is uh, the 14th of May, a Friday. And with the research and the call, uh, calls you took and preparing for uh, the trip, uh, you got the uh, 2 p.m. train and should bring you to Göttingen uh, in about four hours. So the trip is quite uneventful. The most uh, eventful thing is that the sky that was quite blue when you left Berlin starts uh, getting clouded and overhung. And in the early evening hours, you arrive at the train station in Göttingen. Um, you step, uh, you get your, uh, your luggage, you get to uh, the the main station hall. There are a couple of bellboys from local hotels there. So what are your plans? I, I assume that we called ahead at least where we're going to stay. Hmm. So let's have them. Yeah, you can, you can uh, what kind of hotel uh, were you planning on taking? Cheap. Shouldn't we stay at? Shouldn't we stay with the professor? Oh no, he was staying in a woman's house, right? Well, he was uh, uh, was the staying with the widow. Yeah, Stock was her name. Yeah, um, converted it to like a boarding house of sorts. Yeah, boarding house exactly. Well, uh, you could try to contact uh, her. It's definitely possible. Maybe he left some of his belongings. I mean, we have to speak to her anyway, so uh, we might as well stay there if she has sufficient room. That does make sense. If we have sufficient funds, we don't know what it costs. We're assuming the client's going to reimburse us, correct? Yeah. yeah. Well, we can tell the client that we stayed there and it costs this, but we can stay someplace cheaper. I'm for the cheaper, but... I think a As boarding house wish. is likely to be less expensive than a hotel, isn't it? Maybe, maybe. Yes, they want I, to, I've want never stay stayed there. in a boarding house before, uh, so this should be a, an interesting experience. So, right, we'll go there. So you'll... Uh, Taxi you, to Frau Stock's house. There's um, like an info... Uh, desk and uh, you talk to the clerk and he is able to connect you uh, to the widow stork and, and elderly woman is taking the call um, yeah, yes so how can I uh, how can I help you with this is stork um, hello, we're uh, detectives from Berlin. We are looking for a missing professor. Um, we also need a place to stay there. 
do you have any rooms available? Do a psychology. <clears throat> 27. What is my psychology? Uh, uh, no. Wait. It's 30. Okay. Yes, that's a regular pass. Pass. Uh, when you... You notice that when you say we're looking for a missing professor, uh-huh. there is this sharp intake of breath. Uh, well, uh, I, I do rent out rooms for uh, uh, proper, uh, proper uh, people. Um, yeah. But it, you know, it's kind of late for, uh, why didn't you call ahead? Uh, how, many, how, many, how many people are you? There are five of us. Oh, well, I have three rooms. I can possibly uh, house uh, five people. We only need them temporarily, just overnight. Well, well that's usually what I rent them for. What do you think I, I do rent them for on an hourly basis? Well, you think we no, are? No, uh, I ass- I'm sorry. I assumed that because it's a boarding house, you rented them by the month. No, Detective uh, Henning, I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to go down the street and uh, find room at the hotel if that's needed. Well, I can, I can accommodate uh, three pe- uh, persons. Well, would you mind if we came by and spoke with you a, a bit? Um, well, did I you know? What... Did you know the professor, Professor Erling? I certainly, I certainly know who this person is. Yes, much to my demise. Well, uh, uh, well, I can, uh, I can hardly prevent you uh, from uh, uh, coming here. Oh, well, ma'am, but, I, I don't want to upset you or anything. I was just we're detectives. Well, we're, well, this uh, Professor Erling did that in a sufficient way already. Um. Oh, so she she tells you her address. Well, just. But I have to ask you, uh, that you don't uh, cause uh, rouse like like the uh, this. Professor did. Uh, we'll be there in a few minutes, Miss Ma'am. Yeah. So you can take um, yeah. a carriage. Uh, actually, when you step out of the uh, the train stations um, in Berlin, there are still horse carriages, but it's more uh, uh, more uh, motor cars. Uh, at this point, uh, here the streets look a little different. Uh, it's a nice old town, and there uh, you don't see any taxi cabs, but there are carriages you can uh, you can hire. Okay. So, uh, all five of you going, or um, Joseph? I think you said you you're going to a hotel, or. Well, it sounds like it sounds like two of us have to find someplace else to stay. 
Would... Yeah, the, as I said, there are a couple of bellboys with uh, signs from hotels. There. Unless we think it's necessary that all five of us go there to uh, Why don't talk to let's, all, let's all go there now and talk to her. And then I think I'll look um, around, ask some questions, see how that goes. Daniel and I can come back and get a hotel. We can okay. get a room. Not a cheap hotel. Big sure. Yeah. Fair enough, detective. Um. So can we get a carriage that seats five? Is that are they? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's possible. Okay, well, then I will. Let's say that's so... possible. I think like six. I, I I wonder to myself if anybody has any compassion anymore. It's like people talk to you on the phone as if you were assaulting them. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting the impression that I wouldn't. It's almost maybe not a bit. It's maybe not a, a curse, I guess, on this professor. But it seems like. Because that's such an impression that bringing him up just makes you, just by be resorting, makes you feel like that you're also a problem, which is a bit worrisome on my part. Yes, it and, does seem as though Professor Erling has left a very bad taste in everybody's mouth that he's met, except, of course, the silk flower salesman. Yeah. I mean, it was day, or I guess maybe uh, he as, you, uh, as you drive down uh, the road, uh, light drizzle starts and another thing you notice uh, are quite a lot of students uh, on the streets i mean berlin has a university but um as uh, especially hans and uh, uh, dr prince uh, would know there's a saying that uh, Göttingen is a university it's like yeah, uh, and that's what the the town looks like. In at this time in Germany, you would uh, it wouldn't be very hard uh, to identify students. Um, most students are, uh, are male, of course, uh, at this point in time, and most students are in uh, fraternities, so they would. Uh, where caps, uh, which are usually, uh, which usually uh, either students at the universities or at the higher schools, uh, like the high schools, uh, would wear. So the students would look like something like this. They have uh, uh, different co- uh, colored caps, like the uh, the upper part is uh, always in one color, and they have. Uh, the small sash across the chest, and you see quite a lot of uh, a lot of them. And you get to the ho- uh, to the house of uh, Adela Stock uh, to the address she gave you. It's a uh, quite a big mansion, uh, actually. Um, pretty, uh, pretty nice looking, very well kept uh, yard. And you step up to the door, I guess, and ring the bell. Yep. Well, actually, the woman answering the door is basically what you expected from from the call. It's a rather thin, elderly woman, white hair. She must be in her uh, in her late sixties or early seventies. The hair is uh, bound in a top knot, and she's wearing uh, a black dress. 
Uh, yes. Good, uh, uh, good day. Please come in. You're you're the uh, detective that called. Detective Detective Henny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, please uh, come inside. Hello, Frau. My name is uh, Walter von Arenberg. Very nice to meet you. It looks like you have a marvelous home here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being willing to consider letting us stay here tonight. Well, it is on rather short notice, uh, oh, I must say. I'm, I yeah, apologize so much. You know, work from Berlin brought us here at the last minute, or we would have called ahead. Uh, okay. And, uh, but as I said, I've, uh, well, I have uh, three rooms and, uh, well, I can uh, let them for, uh, uh, for couples, uh, but they must be married couples, of course, uh, which you obviously aren't. Well, men. Not because East and I will be staying together. in town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she. Uh, so uh, uh, let me show you the house. It's, the rooms are upstairs, and she shows you up the stairs. And uh, I serve breakfast uh, down here. The the night is uh, uh, ten marks, which is quite good for uh, for a night with uh, breakfast. Very reasonable, man. So, um, man, the. Uh, the professor, he stayed here with you and seemed to have upset you a great deal. Um, would you be do we willing wanna, to tell us? Do you want to step into the uh, into the living room? Uh, yes, Thank indeed. you. We'd appreciate it. And she shows you to the living room and uh, points to uh, to the big uh, seats and uh, sofas there. It's all very tidy, very clean. And um, I guess you take a seat. Bro, yes. 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 Could we perhaps have a, could we all share a glass of wine? It's been a long journey. You can join us. I'll, I'll pay. Oh, well, uh, let me see what I can do. And she, it's, uh, it's like, it's been very hard for you and, and we're here to help. Yeah. She, she leaves for a moment. Well, if she's left for a moment, I'm going to look around and see if I can see anything odd or out of place or or well, weird. I was also looking if there's like bookshelves and like what kind of books were there just to see what she fills her halls with. Um, in the bookshelves, you see a whole bunch uh, of scientific uh, works. Um, not many novels uh, or anything. Um, Whoops. Says that there's university and she's renting to uh -huh. students occasionally. Then, um, what? Uh, but uh, there's nothing re really out of the ordinary. Um, rather, it's. It's all extremely tight. Like everything looks like uh, looks like it has its exact place. All right, that's a good sign. Keeps a consistent operation. Um, no, you don't see any 
any over, uh, overly uh, fairy tale uh, signs. Nothing like that. And she comes back from, from the kitchen. She has a tray with, uh, with a couple of glasses and a bottle of wine. Oh, let me pour. Let me pour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th uh, thank you. So here, sit, sit right here. This looks like a very comfortable chair. Oh, it's uh, that's my favorite chair. Yes. Oh, of course. You clearly have very good taste. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, and a delightful bottle of wine. And I, I pour everybody some wine, making sure that that she's got at least her fair share. Yeah, with uh, six people sharing a bottle of wine, there's not much chance of overindulging and passing on having one. You don't need to get her drunk. She's probably willing to <laughs> No, she's comfortable. No, it's tipsy. So, uh, so detective, uh, you said, um, well, uh, did he do anything else? Uh, let me, yeah, let me tell you our side of the story. We were contacted by his wife. Uh, he apparently, the first thing she found out was he went to a flower shop and purchased 3,500 fake flower, uh, paper flowers, uh, silk flowers. Um, he was seen running, he was seen running naked through the streets. Well, I, I I heard all you about. That. Uh, uh, I, I saw enough of, uh, enough of that incident, and uh, the poor uh, Ella Kleinschmidt, the the uh, maid of uh, uh, maid at a house, a couple of houses uh, uh, down the road. She she had to see him running out uh, up the street like that in his in his night clothes. Ella Kleinschmidt, you said, ma'am. Uh, yes, she's uh, with uh, the Walters. The Walters. We are uh, we are assuming uh, at this point that he's suffered some sort of uh, mental breakdown. He is a professor. Uh, well, well, let me tell you, he he seemed like a nice man, no, no doubt about it, and he he seemed all normal and well-behaved, otherwise I wouldn't have uh, let him stay. I, I on, usually only take uh, uh, visitors to the university, so uh, you know, if I have to see to my reputation, I can't have uh, people like uh, strange people and, and get uh, people to, to talk about uh, my house. See, I'm a, I'm a widow and I have to see that ends meet. Uh, well, uh, and um, at first he seemed all known. He went, he went, after he arrived here, he went for a walk. Uh, he went up the Heinsberg and uh, spent at least what, that's what he told me where he went. And in the evening, he uh, went for his lecture uh, at the university, as he told me. And Up to this point, everything was normal, but then he had the audacity to come back at night with a young woman and take her to her room, uh, to his room. Shocking. If uh, that wasn't the papers, my, my, my house uh, 
would be the scandal of the uh, of the town. Can can you describe the woman for me? Well, I think she's, uh, uh, I think she she's a student. That's what he uh, what he told me. But uh, I can't believe an honorable uh, stu- a young lady and student at the university would. Uh, come to the, uh, to a, a man's uh, bedroom at night, and a, a quite pretty blonde uh, girl was. Not to be rude, but did you hear anything happen that night? <laughs> <laughs> you think she she might uh, have a heart attack there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it's like I wasn't. Sure. It could have been anything. I dare say not. So, <laughs> it's so, truth is, she was upstairs with her thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not one of. I gossip, don't know how the walls are here. So, um, but but out of care though, we met his daughter. Right, she came to the detective's office. Yes. Yeah. Was she also blonde? Yes. Yeah. Blonde curly hair, and she was about sixteen. Right. 16, 16, 17, 17 yeah. something like that. Okay. All right. So, okay. I was only asking because it's like, it could have been something else, but hey. oh, it could have been his daughter. Well, um, do you say something about his daughter? Uh, I'm not going to say anything about his daughter. Uh, ma'am, could you give, give us a little bit more detail on how this young woman looked? Uh, perhaps it was a relative, relative or a friend or. Uh, I don't. I don't think that she was a relative. Then he would have. Uh, he could have just told me uh, that, uh, and they uh, didn't ha- have any family resemblance. If you ask me, uh, she was quite tall. And was she dressed like a student, or was yeah, she dressed? Yeah, she, she was dre- dressed uh, quite sensible. Well, as I say, we believe that his behavior became very erratic. Uh, we also know that at the lecture itself um he was a bit uh it was a bit much i i i'd like you to understand though that up until this point the professor is a well-renowned uh well uh, well yeah well liked otherwise otherwise i wouldn't have uh, taken him in uh, as a lodger so this is unusual behavior it's something has happened to his well brain so after I think like two hours, must have been something like 11, uh, 11 at night when this young woman uh, left. And uh, I, I told uh, the professor that he would have to leave uh, my house uh, next morning. I, I couldn't cope with that. And I thought I was done with, uh, with the whole thing. I was. I was going to give him his breakfast and send him on his way in the next morning. And when I suddenly was woken, at, I think I, I looked at the clock. It was like one o'clock at night by him, uh, by him storming out of the house. I saw him running out of the house in his nightshirt. I mean, they, that's practically naked. And how can a, a grown man go out in public in his night clothes. And he was shouting, Eureka. 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 I have it. Like the old Greeks. Uh, Very strange. I'm sorry, man. Perhaps I missed an important detail. How how long was 
how long did he stay here? Was it just that one day, or that was just just that one day, and that was pretty much enough for me. So he checked in that afternoon, had this female visitor in the evening, and yeah, went outside in his nightgown. You night say night. he went this way towards your yeah yeah back to the Heinsberg to to, to the uh, the. Uh, the, uh, it's like a, 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 recre- a recreational areas uh, ah. city wood. There's the the. Um, so we should go. He there went there for see. for a stroll in the afternoon. Um, is the room he stayed in is that currently unoccupied? Well, yeah, all, all three rooms are. But he, he took all his, uh, his things with him. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. Well, people can sometimes forget they drop something. Can you tell us which which room was? The yeah, one? what what room was? Yeah, he in? I, I can show you. So uh, you can understand that the whole thing was quite unpleasant for me. Of course. And, uh, in the next uh, the next morning, I I just I asked him to leave immediately. Um, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if if it's uh, if it was uh, really correct, but I didn't even give him breakfast, and he didn't seem to mind. And he had the audacity and asked me for uh, for a train schedule, which I didn't have for uh, for him. Uh, I'm not uh, much Did of say a, where he wanted to go. Uh, no, he just asked for a train schedule, and I I couldn't. So. Let me understand. He came back after he was seen in the streets. Yeah, yeah. He, he he came back like I don't know an hour he, or two later. That's new to us. But he disappeared. <clears throat> I, I was I was thinking about uh, not letting him into the house, but that, that would have created more of a racket. And were there other were there other occupants here at the time? Other people in the rooms? Upstairs? No, no. He he was the the oh. only one. And then he he even asked me for directions uh, for a street uh, here in Göttingen. I I can't remember. Um, I, I I wasn't in the mood to tell him. Some I think it was Weber Street or Wilhelm Street or something like that. I I didn't really listen. Is there a, a shop there that sells silk flowers? Uh, I don't know. Yes, fair enough. I'm, I'm very sorry. Uh, uh, so I, I've worked with the professor for many years, and um, he's never, I, I can assure you that his behavior, as insulting as you found it, was the result of some accident or injury. It's not like him at all. Um, and I'm sure if we could find him and help him come to his senses, he'll apologize to you fully. Oh, the, um, the, the, I would like to hear that. Yes, I, I'm sure. He, I'm sure that's. I'm sure he has no uh, ill intent. The the young woman when she left, um, did she seem? I mean, did you see her go? Was she happy? Unhappy? The, did she storm well, out? She she seemed quite excited. Yes. Hmm. And then it was another two hours before his bizarre excursion. Uh, I would say so, yeah. He rushed out his nightshirt. He went to Heinsberg. He came back after some period of time. Was he was he wearing shoes? No. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you, his, his behavior is inexplicable. He must be under some kind of, uh, he must have had a stroke or 
something. Um, Kirk yes. Robin was the I mean, uh, street of the uh, flower shop. Okay. Of a W. Um, the the flower shop, uh, the flower shop, or better, the that was a manufacturer. Wasn't in Göttingen uh, directly. It was in a small town near Göttingen. Gosler. It was in. Let me see. Ellihausen by Göttingen. You, uh, you uh, have looked it oh, up on okay. the map. It's, I it's see. Like, yeah. Was he ordering that? Did he order that the day after he was basically gone? Um, on the Wednesday. That was two, two days, days ago. Right, so it'd be after he left. And you don't recall, ma'am, uh, what uh, what train schedule he was at after? You don't have a sense of his destination? No, he he he, uh, he asked if I had a train schedule, and I, I didn't have one. I don't have one. Mm-hmm. Well, and actually, so he, I wasn't in the mood of uh, letting him have it. Uh, and he put, took his uh, baggage and got a, a carriage, and, and that's the last you saw of him. Yeah. Uh, he, I trust you were paid in full. Uh, of, yes, he paid. Uh, I, I have no complaints in that regard. Very good. Well, yes, well on behalf of the professor and his family, I, I would ex- uh, extend my apology to you. And uh, again, if he can be recovered and, and recover, I'm sure he'll do so as well. Does she seem like she's holding anything back or is in any way being untruthful? Um, psychology. I passed. No, she she doesn't seem like holding anything back. Um, quite on the contrary, she, uh, despite all her... Uh, her um, reassurances that uh, this was so horrible and that uh, uh, she hated the scandal. She seems quite eager uh, to tell her story. A little excited <clears throat> by some fun. She wants to get it off her chest because she just doesn't think anyone <laughs> believe her to some degree. Well, let's not, um, let's not upset her anymore. I think we have some leads here to follow. Mm-hmm. I have an um, idea of something that might have happened. Daniel and I need to go back. Get ourselves some rooms. Town and get us a place to stay. Ashok, do you think uh, at this hour uh, we could um, speak to uh, Miss Kleinschmidt at the Valders, or would that be an intrusion after? Well, it's uh, uh, around seven ish. Um, It would be most likely dinner time yeah. so the maid would most likely be uh, needed at that uh, at that time so either you uh, should wait a little uh, longer um, ask her in the morning yeah or even better uh, early in the morning that's uh, usually a, a better time because the Basically, the uh, this, uh, the maid would be up, uh, up and working, but the uh, patrons, yeah, the you. employers wouldn't be. Mm. Uh, what, Thank you. What uh, what Frau Stock uh, has told us changes some of our ideas. We think now <clears throat> he obviously didn't run naked into the woods and disappear, oh. so he's 
he came back. He picked up his things and he left. So he's gone somewhere. Which means, which might change, I think, how things went. But it means we have to go find that student. I think she uh, might know more. I think she might know how something. How are we going to find might... her? There's a thousand students. And... Yeah. I guess how many are blonde? <laughs> how many are a blonde lady? But there, yeah, there aren't that many that are female. And we'll oh. know that she's someone who is likely to have attended the lecture. It's also a bit taller, which might mean she might be memorable to some. In any case, we can do that in the morning. I'm, I'm saying it's not quite as urgent. We're not looking for a, a madman running through the streets. It's clear he also wasn't naked when he bought the flowers, and that was days later. Yeah. Well, morning. he wasn't naked at all, as it happens. That was rather exaggerated. He was uh, underdressed. But... <laughs> it's also interesting, the daughter, if I recall, um, said that her father was near a breakthrough, said he was near a breakthrough, and then we have a eureka moment. Mm -hmm. Something that was so urgent that he, he you know, he wanted to, to corroborate wonder, something or the like that he ran out in the middle of the night. I wonder if that, I wonder if that student lady helped him figure something out and then he ran to go find her again. Well, he might have just been running uh, like Archimedes, just enjoy. In about the town yelling Eureka because he's figured it out. In any case, um, Daniel and I need to go. Uh, we'll see you all in the morning. I'll come back here. All right. Let's go, Narvin Gesicht. We can, we can all meet in Heinsberg in the morning after we've enjoyed our breakfast. Good to do that. Um, so you take off and go uh, to find a, a cheap, uh, a rather cheap uh, mm -hmm. hotel. You said it's seven. Um, yeah. I once I'm out of the building, uh, Daniel. What do you think? Should we uh, head towards the Heinsberg and? Well, as you step out, um, you could. Uh, uh, basically tried to do that she told uh, she said was like that way down the street um but the rain has quite picked up oh, so rain. you would okay. be in umbrella yeah let's just get to the uh let's get back into the place where there's a hotel or something we can stay in a cheap hotel in the roof. Yeah. i guess you yeah you have uh, uh her call a, a cab by uh, by the phone there's uh, they have if a, that's possible, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have a carriage, uh, uh, um, a place you can call, and okay, the the same driver that took you from the station picks you up again, and he uh, brings you. Uh, well, basically, you can he can uh, he tells you that he can bring you to a nearby uh, another nearby uh, guest house, which is quite. Ch uh, reasonable priced and serves good uh, breakfast as it tells you or there's uh, the hotel bower and like an upper middle class hotel which should be like uh 20 25 marks in the night whatever what if he thinks the other place will you know have available will will he wait outside if we run inside yeah he will he will wait outside and okay. Uh, they have uh, they have two rooms available. It's, uh, 
an old elderly couple that uh, has uh, has like a little uh, bed and breakfast uh, going. Okay. So, uh, if you don't plan on anything for the night, then we can skip to the next morning. Uh, well, I wanted to find out what room the doctor was oh, yeah. staying at, and exactly. maybe the three of yeah. us yeah, can, wanna, can, can look around the room. He oh. so left like I left behind. She shows you the room, and uh, the the room is uh, basically very tidy. It's all cleaned up, no dust specks or anything. Um, uh, you basically don't find anything uh, of his. Hmm. He didn't write anything backwards on the inside of the letter, right? Yeah. I'm sure that the uh, pillows are well fluffed and her breakfast will be yeah. ample. Exactly. All as it should be. So what are you all planning on for the next morning? The, the weather has cleared up. I, I think after breakfast, we're going to go to the Heinsberg to see if there's any clues along the way. Good morning. Well, if, if you uh, inquire with your uh, um, uh, with your uh, landlords and landladies, uh, you basically get the information that the Heinsberg is uh, this recreational area. There's uh, like a um, a pub uh, up on, uh, on a small hill. It's a wooded area, and there's a uh, a Bismarck Tower, which uh, is a thing that uh, sprung up uh, during the uh, time before the war, that uh, everywhere there were uh, small towers built, which basically had no real uh, effect. In olden days, they could have been used uh, as watchtowers, but they are utterly useless (laughs) today, of course. So are you saying it's kind of a park area? Yes, yeah, exactly. It's like a, a park area. People uh, uh, go there for strolls. All right. Yeah, care for but a stroll. You, you can spend some time there. Uh, so, um, who wants to go where? So, do you all go together, or? Well, we also wanted. I think we wanted to see. Um, uh, about asking at the train station if he got there and if uh, he he got a uh, ticket there. We could ask the carriage drivers um, uh, who might have given him a lift and talked to them. I also think it's worth asking the administration about who at his lecture was actually attentive because we might be able to find that student because she might have been there. Before we leave the neighborhood of the guest houses, that we might as well speak to Ella Kleinschmidt. After we've had breakfast, then the vaulters should be out and speak to the staff. Okay. So, is, who's doing is what? there one major university in Göttingen, or are there a yeah. bunch of schools? It's one. No, it's one, uh, one uh, major university. So, of course, it's housed in diff- uh, their different uh, buildings, uh, but it's just the one uh, university. So, who's going where? So, 
So are all five of us going to talk to the young lady? or That's probably what you do before we get there. Yeah, I'm not going to talk yeah. to the maid. Okay, so the three... So three of us will go? The... No, I think it's it's you and Hans. Yeah, okay. you and I will go and speak to the sure. maid. Okay. And that's just down the street, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... And this and is a young lady that... Witnessed him. Witnessed him acting. Yeah, yeah that, uh, she said that she witnessed him running up the uh, the alley. She so might be able there. to direct us more specifically to where he ran. Or yeah, she else. can tell you which house it is. Right, sure. That uh, 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 Hans and I can yeah walk down have, okay, a, so... have a hearty breakfast and, and and walk down the road to try to find this young lady. Yeah, it's uh, another nice city mansion uh, with well-kept gardens around it. And uh, do you go to the front door or uh, to the back door? Yes, if we want to speak to a domestic, we might as well go to the back. Okay. So you knock on the back door, and a uh, red-haired, freckled uh, woman of Wow. About and twenties opens the door. She's wearing uh, one of these typical maid costumes, so uh, a gray, uh, a gray uh, dress and a white, um, what do you call it? apron. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, how can I help you? Hello, uh, please. What might you be, uh, Ella Kleinschmidt? Uh, yes. Sorry to bother you. We won't uh, take much of your time. Um, I uh, am a student. Hans Peter Lach is my name. And I have worked for some years with a professor Erling, uh, who I who's missing and I'm concerned about. Uh, Frostock told us that you witnessed his uh, episode. episode. Uh, oh, the, 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 the old gentleman who... Uh, uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, who so behaved well, shockingly. Well, I, I, I didn't. Uh, well, witness is. Uh, uh, I saw him uh, running up the the street. Mm. Uh, and he was, pardon my frankness, he was in his nightdress and barefoot. Uh, from from what I could see, yes. Did you hear him say anything? How did he seem? Well, he. he oh my God, he seemed. He seemed. Quite a, a, in uh, in well, I would say euphoria. Uh, uh, he he was shouting something. I don't know. Uh, Rika, you you. And his wife and daughter are very concerned about him. As am I. Can you t- can you tell me what direction exactly he went? Well, he he. Uh, if you. Uh, if you get in front of the building, uh, just up the road towards the uh, towards the Heinsberg, mm-hmm. and that's the I, I, I don't know what he he wanted there. If I it was middle of the night, uh, do a, do a psychology roll. Sadly, I have base. Uh, base oh, or, oh. or, or I, uh, what? I, I got a 13, so I will spend okay. so close. Uh, when she says that he ran up the, uh, uh, when she says that uh, she doesn't know 
what he was doing out there in the middle of the night. She she seems to hold for a second. Mm -hmm. Is there any, I know that the Heinsberg is a, a place people go for recreation. Is anything there open at night? Well, at that hour? I, I guess you can, you can take a stroll there, but the, the uh, no, the, the uh, schöne Aussicht, the, the uh, pub there uh, would be closed long before that. Mm -hmm. And well, you could, uh, I guess you could take a look uh, at the, at the Bismarck Tower from outside or at the, at the small Rheinbrunn, uh, 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 but yeah, nobody should prevent you from from looking at uh, at things. Right, but normally no one goes there at night. Is that what you're suggesting? Um, she kind of turns a little bit red. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, no, no, don't think so. At least no decent people go there late at night. Is that what I understand, Miss Cranchmet? <sighs> well, uh, um, her face starts to match the color of her hair. And you didn't see the professor return then? Uh, no, 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 I didn't. Yes. Um, I'm surprised you were up so late yourself. Did you have a hard time sleeping that night? I forgot something outside. Mm. Um, well, uh, here's, uh, uh, here, here's my card, and I'll put uh, Henning's number on it. Um, if you can think of anything else that you noticed about his behavior or the like, um, you can leave a message at this phone number at any time. Yeah, sure, sure. And I'll give her, I guess, what's a decent, like, large coin, five marks? That would be quite good. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's a maid, I'm sure. I think that's cool. like half the money you, uh, you have for a day. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm certainly going to get it out of the family, so we're the lawyer. Um, can you think of anything else, Joseph? Uh, uh, no, I think you did a fine job. Uh, thank you, ma'am. We're sorry to, uh, to take up your time. Yeah, she, she seems in quite a hurry to get back into the house. That she shuts the door, I assume. Yeah. Well, Hans, I... It... He yells, he yells, he has a student over, he yells, hollers Eureka, like he found something. But two hours after she leaves. Okay, two hours so. after she left. And then he's just sprints down the street towards his park down the road. Yeah, barefoot, is, where there apparently is a red light district at night or something. Well, I wonder and if he was quiet, if he had, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't seem like he left an erotic reverie to me. It seems like he was something scholarly that he was excited about beyond reason. Right. He was, it was just an accidental destination. He was quite intent on... He had been there in the afternoon. 
He did his lecture. He's so uh, in rapport with this young blonde that he brings her back to the house despite the impropriety. And of all the, I mean, he's a wealthy, he's a wealthy, well-known professor. Why would he stay at this little boarding house down the street from a, this? Well, she says she often has visiting people at the university, hmm. but, you know, I don't imagine the lecture tour was generously remunerated, hmm. but I don't understand what the maid is all. Uh, what's, what's she hiding? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe she moonlights. Let's say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's find the others. Well, they're out. Okay. I want to uh, talk with the Frau a little bit. Uh, kind of uh, nice chit chat, but I also want to ask her if she um, might have any idea that uh, which cabbie picked up the professor. Um, uh, he. He got a, a cap and uh, I don't know who it was. Okay. I just say you might have seen oh. him. So, yeah. Understandable. The last thing you wanted to see was that man. Oh, I don't, I don't really know. If, if we needed to stay here a, again tonight. Well, you can, you can a, keep the, uh, I can uh, let you have the rooms for the, uh, for another night. I'm not sure that we'll need them, but. I was just wondering if you could hold them for us. Well, uh, it would be nice if I uh, if you could uh, inform me uh, at least like around noon. Certainly. So and then, uh, you... I head out to join everybody else. Yeah, you basically meet up in front of the house. Good Morgan. Good time, Morgan. Morgan. So what are we going to do this morning? Uh, Heinsberg? I think on the way to the university, we might as well look, have a look at it since he went there twice. Then, and we'll go over what the maid did and didn't say. It sounds to me like she was probably having an affair in the middle of the night. And I was also thinking, I, I, possibly, but I always thought that it looks like that she didn't see him in the building. She saw him on her way back. She had a rendezvous at night. Yeah, that's, that's what it would suggest. Um, she seems sweet. Uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, the the pub will be open until the afternoon, I assume? Yeah, that's most likely. Um, or at least in the... Uh, if if it's an ex uh, excursion pub where uh, who do uh, who have a kitchen and uh, they mm -hmm. might serve uh, uh, serve lunch. Mm -hmm. Still fairly early, isn't it? So it's like eight in yeah. the morning. Yeah, something like that. So I let's let's walk to the Heinsberg, see exactly yeah. what we're dealing with, and then run to go over towards the university. Yeah, you can basically can take a. Yeah. A longish uh, stroll. You you walk up uh, through the residential uh, street, and it uh, slowly turns into this park wooded area. And the road uh, goes a bit uphill. 
which explains uh, the name. The Heinsberg would be like mound. And there are a couple of, uh, of road signs, one leading to, uh, showing to uh, the Bismarck Tile, one showing to uh, the uh, small Rhine's uh, or small Rhine's well. And that's a, that's a, uh, like a, a, a decorative pond. Well, you can, you can certainly go there and look, take a look. Yeah. I'm thinking about the water feature that, uh, was mentioned in that letter. Correct. And so uh, you uh, take a stroll. The, as I said, the the rain ha uh, has lifted, and the and the clouds that were overcast in the early morning are slowly breaking up. So it's promising to uh, be another nice day. Um, uh, the Rheinsbrunn is uh, like in the uh within uh, the woods there is this uh built wall from big natural stone blocks and uh, in a niche within it there is um a small f uh stone f uh, statue of a water nymph and there's a, a small stream uh, coming from uh, from under it, and she's sitting on uh, on like a um, a bed of uh, of some strange things. You, I guess, you're gonna get a little closer. Do you mean part of the sculpture? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, look at it. It looks like she's sitting on some kinds of well what are frogs and lizards like like all kinds of strange aquatic uh, animals this is a, this is a, i'm sorry this is a sculpture coming out of the water of the pond no it's basically under the the statue there's a small stream running out, uh, under it so it's not a big uh, big spring but just looks like it's a, a natural uh, natural spring that, uh, that has been walled in and um, has uh, has this decora uh, decoration on it, and Any there's other? a plaque next to it. I was about to Good. ask about that. Yeah, there was like a name on it or inscribed or something. Written by Jakob Joch, born 1755 in Seehusen im Harz. Died 1810 in Hildesheim. Again. Yeah, hurts. Um, that's an unusual last name. Yeah, it is. Uh, I suspect it might be Jewish in origin, like Joachim. We'll have to see about it. Um, what other work is it stone or brass or brass brass and the creatures Daniel uh, you don't think it's a Jewish name okay um, amphibians uh, lizards you said frogs 
and she's a like what you said a water nymph. So she's it's a sculpture, but she's dressed in some sort of diaphanous yeah clothing. And it's pretty pretty little sculpture. Weirdly think about the Frog King, but maybe that's because it's on the mind. Yeah, I don't know of any myth that uh, incorporates a bunch of. I mean, they, they, are they? They're aquatic creatures. Are they? Are they yeah. all the same sort of thing, or are they very? No, they look quite different. So there are fish and frogs fish and, and frogs. salamanders and yeah. And she's a nymph, which would be a water spirit. So, and and she's sitting on those. Yeah, she's she's sitting on them. Can, is it possible to circle the statue? Well, you you would have to crawl uh, in behind it. Right. Yeah. It's in a kind of niche. It's in a niche. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I can Daniel, see. Daniel, I don't want to get my this. shoes wet, but I wonder if perhaps you could step in and take a closer look. It's just Please. a statue. <laughs> All right. Really, uh, just to ask the name on the plate, the locations on the plate. Are those like nearby locations, or are I just misremembering? Well, he you definitely the, the Hearts region is something that he. Yeah, the, the Hearts region is near. And we've never heard of this artist, obviously. No. Then 1810, though, which is a bit odd, considering that we're also looking for other things involving that. Um, yeah, you, can all right do, you can all do a knowledge roll. Ooh, that was terrible. Oh, I'm distracted. Uh, I'm extremely successful. Okay, Very you open. definitely... So am I. Remember uh, the name Seehusen. You heard you heard or read it just recently. In the Grim Letter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if it was like the same name as the one in that letter. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, we have certainly we have uh, parallel inspiration that happened here then, and I can imagine with the letters that that Ozebius had him being very excited about the statue and even wanted to see it again. But how many creatures are beneath her? Um, a bunch like dozens. Ten, ten and between you, ten and twenty. Are her feet visible, standing on them, or they no? She's she's like sitting on on the side, uh, like she's like on uh, a rock, and then they're yeah, exactly. Like she's they... on a rock and uh, has a legs to to the uh, left of her. And they're do they look like they adore her, the sea creatures, or are they coming away from her, or mm. are they just? No, she just seems to to sit on them. There's no, they don't look up or anything. There's no artistic ex expression in their uh, in their little faces. Odd piece. 
Well, the university library might tell us more about this Joch fellow. Um, should we visit the tower and see if there was something he saw from up high? Well, you can you visit the tower. It's a, a stone, uh, small stone tower. It's as far as you can see there. It's one like there's hundreds, All over. most likely in Germany. It's not something that you climb to look out over an area. It's just well, a you can you can climb, you can uh, go up and you can. Uh, uh, there's a lookout platform uh, at the top. Because my um, other idea is that there was something that he realized he could see from high above the town. Hatter was a statue, but maybe that's something else. Well, I might. Well, I mean, you get up, if you, when you get up there, um, there are already a couple of, uh, of uh, visitors and stro uh, strollers and families who are taking uh, a walk on a nice Saturday uh, morning. And you basically have a nice view over the small town of Göttingen. You see the the uh, city center, um, which isn't too far uh, far away, so it's basically walking distance. But nothing really strikes you. All right, then that's Heinzberg. Uh, Cute, off to the university, I guess. Let's well, go. Just, I guess we'll just have to find out if someone, I guess, was around that night. So you're taking advantage of the good weather and take, uh, taking a walk into town? And, yes. Uh, in comparison to yesterday evening, there seemed to be a little less uh, students walking the streets. Might still be in bed. It's uh, Saturday it's after early. all. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday, most people don't. At least Hans and uh, Josef will, uh, would know what students do on Friday evenings. <laughs> um, the university itself is um, uh, arranged uh, around a nice park area. It's a bunch of uh, uh, big old buildings. But you would guess that there isn't too much traffic on a Saturday, but you can you could ask around or anything, or maybe uh, or do you want to try at the um, university main building? Well, if we i'm I'm not sure how we're going to go about. At this hour of the morning, finding much out from the university about the students because administration's probably not going to be there. Uh, I think that we might be very lucky if we just hang out where all the students hang out and question some of them to see if they know this female student. Most of them are male, so I bet you every one of them knows. <laughs> This pretty blonde female student. Or at least the administration probably does. Or at least I, the person that was running the lecture. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, if we know the name of the professor who was hosting the lecture. I believe it was Gelderman. Gelderman. Yeah. 
probably knew. Yeah, probably he's has a probably list of not attendance. on the university, but he's probably in the phone book. So he's, you bet. So you basically uh, you want to ask uh, the students that are walking around, or uh, so we have to go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, if we're walking around and there are students there, then we can just say, yeah. you know, do you do you know a young blonde woman who's in the university with you? And that's a place to start. Well, there are a couple of, uh, of ni uh, nice bl uh, blonde German girls here uh, at the university, of course. Any of them uh, uh, into fairy tales? With an interest in folklore? Folklore, fairy tales. Well, you, you would have uh, to ask at the uh, ethnological uh, department there, but sure that there are some of, uh, of those there. Uh, what sort of student did Henning grab a hold of who's offering information? What's the fellow look like? Well, it's a tall, uh, tall brown hat guy with curly hair. Um, did you hear anything about a really uh, outrageous lecture early in the week? Like, because they're gossip. Oh, yeah, I think I think everybody heard of the uh, uh, of Gelderman uh, getting a fit. Oh, uh, well, please, we come to town for just that gossip. Uh, I work with the professor who caused all the ruckus, and uh, he's gone off the. I, I don't uh, know. That, that must be quite interesting. Well, he was pretty reasonable until a few months ago. Uh, so what happened? Oh, I, I wasn't there my, uh, myself. But, uh, um, we're meeting friend. Uh, uh, do a luck roll. Uh, not me. Oh. Somebody feeling lucky? <laughs> yeah, you can basically all do. Uh, that's a... Uh, I got it. Uh, I don't think it. I got an nah, 89. Just normal. I got an 88. I succeeded. <laughs> I got a 30. Well, we, we are uh, we are meeting uh, meeting a friend who I think he was at uh, at the lecture. Fantastic. We would love to hear a first-hand account. So they you basically accompany uh, them, and um, they meet a. Uh, uh, at a small cafe and uh, a rather diminutive uh, blonde uh, uh, boy is sitting there maybe 20 if at all and he has a book in front, uh, in front of him hey Peter he, these nice folks uh uh, ask about the the lecture. You you've, you were at the Galderman's uh, uh, lecture. Was you at uh, uh, the lecture with Galderman uh, through his fit? And he looks up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was there. Um, yeah, those gen those gentlemen are treating us uh, to breakfast. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yes, Mister Prince here has uh, uh, hot chocolate and rolls for everyone. 
Uh, of uh, course, of course. Yes, uh, Peter is it? I'm Hans. Um, yeah, the but the professor Erling. I've worked with him for years. He's usually very mild mannered, but it was a big to do. I understand. Well, it was <laughs> it was quite a wreckage. Uh He he gave uh, gave his uh, his strange lecture. Uh, honestly, I didn't get uh, the half of it. It was uh, I don't know. Was, uh, some uh, he really has strange. Uh, ideas ab uh, well, about uh, that the um, the language uh, uh, the language research uh, should take a backseat uh, for motive uh, research and he was going on about uh, some new uh, letters of the Grimms he supposedly had but uh, at the end Gelderman was so uh, enraged he never. Uh, nobody even took a look, real look at uh, the at the letters. And the most interesting thing for me was that he left uh, with with uh, a student, the, uh, mm. this professor uh, Erling, a tall blonde girl, uh, not Gelderman, the one who held the lecture. Yeah, the tall blonde girl. Yeah, yeah, one of those uh, those uh, Brunhildes, uh, like a. Ah, ice cold and always into her books and never gives a good German boy any any chance. Mm. Rather goes off with uh, with his old fart. Right, who's old enough to be her father? Certainly. So, uh, yeah, so, this, yeah, yeah. so this young lady was uh, was in the audience as a student, and then after the lecture, she expressed some interest, and then they. Yeah, I think so. I I was uh, I didn't. Uh, I've seen her around. I think she's uh, she's studying ethnology or something. Do you know her name? Nah. So it's entomology. Yeah. Insects. Ethnology. Ethnology. Or ethnology. Oh, ethnology. Oh, ethnology. Oh, ethnology. Sorry, sorry, like entomology. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um. But if you want, uh, uh, if you want to uh, know more, uh, why Gelderman was so upset, you might please. Maybe you want to talk to him uh, yourself. Yes, it, we're going to have to. Is it his office on Saturdays? Nah, I don't think so. But uh, the or where where we could find him? His uh, he and his colleagues usually uh, have uh, uh, have a cafe in the afternoon on Saturday. At Cronin uh, Lands. That's uh, at the marketplace. Cronin Lands at the marketplace. That's a, a, a noble cafe. Excellent. Um, so nobody saw the professor's supposed letters, but the content made well, the I guess pop some, off. Someone must have taken a look at them, but I don't uh, think they were of real interest anymore. Uh, young mean, man, are, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Galderman was screaming, and uh, I think that, that was what most people were interested in at that point. Do you usually get that 
explosive. Well, I think he's uh, quite the uh, uh, quite the emotional uh, kind. If you tickle the right spots. Um. So, uh, yeah, man, are you a good note taker? Uh, do you have notes from this lecture that we could take a look at? Look at. Uh, he. He looks to through his book. Yeah, he, he has a piece of paper there, and he has some notes. And basically, it aligns to aligns the to what he's lecture. Talking about. Yeah, you already have. Okay. Right. What kind of reputation does Gelderman have in general? Oh, he's quite uh, quite stern. Mm. Rather cons uh, conservative uh, professor. Mm. Yeah, I think Erling anticipated that he'd be upset, but I'm not sure he knew it would be quite the uh, the notorious event that it turned into. Um, or, well, I suppose if they uh, often, well, uh, so it, uh, I'm, the administration buildings are all closed on Saturdays. The library yeah. open? Um, yeah, the library would be open. We probably have a little time before the professors meet for their Saturday coffee clutch. So maybe I will pay a visit to the library if anyone's interested. I guess we wouldn't have that much luck asking, I guess, going to the ethnology about it because we don't even have a name. Can I ask, do you have any upcoming village festivals? Um, well, there will be, uh, I think there will be a couple of festivals, uh, in the surrounding uh, towns. Mm, we haven't, we have no real plans right now. One here. But you there should be some, uh, some coming up. Sure. Do you get out of Göttingen much to see the other little villages or do you mostly... Not too too far. Mm -hmm. Mostly uh, inside town. Mm -hmm. Do you know if any of the local festivals have a flower theme? No, I don't know. The professor's strange behavior continued after he left here is why I ask. Oh, do you say? Yeah, I will. Again, he's missing, so mm -hmm. we can't give you. I can't tell you much, but I can tell you that there's a, a nearby village in which all of the silk flowers have been bought, thirty five hundred of them in every color. Okay, yeah. what's he doing with that? It's a. It's like you must really be be into that uh, uh, into that girl. Yeah, I think it's a giant bouquet for Brunhilde. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much, Peter. Oh, no problem. Thanks nice for the breakfast. Yeah, Peter, if, uh, if we do spend the night here, um, and I was interested in finding a little companionship, um, what part of, where would I go in town? Well, they, uh, is it, is, do, do the students go over to, uh, I can't remember the name, the park area. Um, you know, what's the Heinz, the Heinz, Heinz, Heinz Park. Park. Well, uh, 
<laughs> if you have a uh, if you have a girl, it's a nice area for nighttime stroll. Ah, okay. Many Thank secluded uh, areas <laughs> for for deep conversation. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Okay, so, so we say our goodbyes and head out at this point? Yeah, if you don't have anything else to ask. So, gentlemen, so if I understand the timeline correctly, he, he was invited guest to this university to give this lecture. I think it was five days ago. Probably Came invited elect- longer ago, but yes. Yeah, he was yeah, invited like, longer yeah. ago, but he was there on yeah. Sunday. Okay, so gave a lecture, which somehow infuriated or upset his host um and i guess the content was about some unique theory on Grimm's fairy tale is that what he is that what came across yeah wow. explain fox showed it a bit earlier i think the other the other day about and it. the uh, the letter one of which we've seen seemed to contain some proof of the professor's theory which infuriated the uh, the the other professor. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that um, Daniel might have had something in the beginning. I didn't think that there was any point in studying the Grimm story, but if the professor has been working on this and he suddenly came to a realization as to what the story means and runs naked through the streets yelling Eureka. Um, the story is interesting because, you know, he, he goes to the park with his friend Fritz and he walks to the other side, his friend Fritz, who is Jewish. I don't know if that means something, but it could yells out, why did you come back? There's also it was and then, a park in one of the smaller towns near what during yeah. a festival. Why did you and then he says to eat you better, the better to eat you with. And as Fritz is dying, he's saying such big teeth, such big teeth. It's going it, it it's got to be something from the story, the you know, little red riding hood, but it's there's missing pieces to that that we don't know what it is he says that it sounded like an old woman but then it sounded like a man the 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 wolf dressed up like grandma um quite odd and with the letter dated before he published it i'd say 1810 i don't know that answer i don't know it might be um well, yes, because he's still out gather. They're gathering stories at that point. I'm just thinking that we've got the pieces to a puzzle in our hands, and we've got a professor who's trying to figure out that puzzle, and he suddenly may have figured something out. If we can try, if we can figure out the same thing, then we can figure out what he's doing. Yeah, or where he's going. Other letters that. He had. My guess is that woman, the student, somehow gave him the missing piece of the puzzle. 
without maybe even without realizing it. Yeah. So even if she doesn't know much, at least if we know what if she find out what we what they talked about. What she talked to him said, about. Oh, and also, it was obviously, you know, like she was sympathetic to him. Yeah, and she's a, an extremely serious student, not a frivolous one. So it wasn't some personal endeavor was, of sorts. Yeah, it was very, it so was very direct. From what I understood, Hans, you want to go to the uh, library? I'd like to visit the university library because um, I think we have a couple of hours before yeah. the professor well, is likely to you be. You took quite a long stroll, so. Okay. Um, if we think it's cafe time at the marketplace, then we should go there. Well, you, you might be, uh, have a uh, little time before uh, before that. You could grab something uh, to eat yourself. And I'm um, going to call the can, crowd. You can uh, split up as well. We could get mm. three bowls of porridge and see which one is just <laughs> right. Ow! Henning, <laughs> <laughs> I think if... I don't know if it's an idea or it's possibly bad luck or not, but if we, if we try to cause them to occur, we might just start diluting our own ideas of it. Uh, something also that bothers me about that story is the, 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 the phrase, why did you come back? This Fritz in the story must have had a previous encounter with his murderer. Probably Doesn't it sound like that? that? It was over a hundred years ago, so we can't go ask his family about it. Unless <laughs> no. there's a unless we can ask about there's a weird curse. It'll be called hard to find a witness. <laughs> no, I wonder but, yeah. if there's an obituary for him. I'm at this cemetery. point I'm not I'm not trying to solve the puzzle. I'm just trying to find all the pieces and see what the professor might have figured we're out. Trying to, or... We're trying to find the uh, the frame to put the things in. If we can, can find we... out the exact town that that occurred in that may be where the professor has gone to yeah i don't know whether the letter was Wait, did, clear he mentions letter, a lot of towns that he was going to did, did the letter the did the letter exact. mention if fritz was buried in a local cemetery or was it a cultural one it was it was definitely a, a jewish cemetery yeah i was wondering if it was local or not because that might shorten it down that's enough Hmm. I think it's, um, it's in the letter. Yeah, I'm looking really quick. Buried here in the Jewish cemetery. To bury Friedrich, I, Friedrich in accordance with the rights of his faith, I've decided to have him buried here in the Jewish cemetery. Well, we have to find a town that has a Jewish cemetery nearby. That might well, let's find out where here is. Uh, and we didn't we didn't ask at the train station when we came in um if anybody had seen the professor or or he bought a ticket there or anything right well you would it, you would know that uh, you don't ha uh, you don't have uh, personalized tickets at that time uh, so but they might have recognized him because he was yeah quite it might the, be that somebody recognizes him yeah yeah i definitely want to go by the station and see about that mm -hmm. So, Jacob, so you, go ahead. So, Walter go, uh, wants to go to the station. You can I'll, split up. As, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll go good. with Walter because I can describe yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty yeah. well physically. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Hans, so Hans uh, goes to the library to do some yeah, we research. Can go as, we can go as professors. Yeah. But unless uh, unless Hans wants to join us for that. Uh no, I'll meet you after. Okay. Uh, so we'll um let's start with the uh, with the train station. Um so you're inquiring for the uh, for what exactly? I want to see if, if anyone here knows or remembered the professor coming and buying a ticket. Okay. Um, and you're describing him. Um, do a luck roll. Sure. 19. Is that a heart? Oh, uh, 19 I, I, is, oh. I'm sorry, go ahead. I failed, so. Uh, let's see, my luck is 55, so not, it's a hard, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not a hard. extreme, but it's a hard. Well, you find a, um, um, a train guide at the, uh, at the station who remembers, um, so, uh, an elderly gentleman mm. who took a, uh, who took a train around eleven o'clock on last Monday. Because we know we know when he left, right? Because she said he was there that morning and then left, right? Yeah, he yeah. at night he uh, after the lecture he uh, he ran out and the next morning he took it. Uh, right. He asked for a train schedule and yeah, for yeah. direction to, uh, to sure. the street. She couldn't, uh, quite remember the name of. So that matches uh, the date that he's given us. Yeah. Okay. It does. Okay. Uh, so, sir, do you remember, uh, his destination or say where he was going? Well, he, he, Took a train shortly uh, after uh, eleven a.m. Let me let me yeah, see. Let's look at the he, schedule. He checks the train schedule. Well, there's uh, basically the only train he could have uh, he could have taken is the commuter train to Goslar. It's uh, here via Nordheim, Kreinsen, Bad Gandersheim, Seehusen. Uh, that, that should. And he shows the, you the entry. Gosler. Okay. Yeah. Are there any trains headed that way today? Well, it's uh, that train goes uh, every day on. We're, uh, let me see, eleven a.m. three uh, three and seven p.m. Three and seven p.m. Okay, but that's that's two days before he ordered the silk flowers, right? I guess you don't ask the conductor. No. <laughs> do do one of these towns have a lake? Yeah. Huh? Do one of the towns have a lake that you know of? You're not even there. I I want to I ask thought the I was train guide. No, you, want... you want to go to the professor? I saw. Ah. I wanted to ask the train guide if um if he was alone. Um. No, he was. I remember he was uh, accompanied by a very beautiful young blonde woman. And uh, did they have luggage? Uh, yeah, they they have. Uh, she, 
and well, they they were in traveling attire, and they both had uh, both had uh, suitcases. You didn't recognize the young woman, do you? Ooh. I, <laughs> Sorry, there are so many. I know, I know. It's not a village. I, I, just here. guessing. <laughs> just hoping. <laughs> Thank you for your help. And uh, I, uh, I give him a suitable tip. Oh, uh, one ahead. more thing. Uh, how was his state of mind? Did he seem calm, excited, frazzled? I think he was uh, in a good mood. A good mood. Thank you, sir. Okay, so let's go to the detectives. Um, you get to the marketplace. There's uh, a, a, a brass statue in the middle of the uh, marketplace, and you see uh, quite a couple of uh, students hanging around uh, the statue. It's a statue of a girl with... Uh, um, uh, some flowers and there are uh, some geese uh, around it and there is the um, uh, there's the cafe crone and what is it called crone and lance and you see uh, at a table out front, there are three elderly gentlemen sitting there who just scream professors. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry. It's like the, the, the big bushy beard and uh, one has uh, whiskers and one is a small guy with, uh, with a mustache and... Uh, Monocle. Uh, and we're looking for Professor Elder One. So you go up and. Um, uh, one of you would be Professor Gelderman, right? And the um, the gentleman with uh, the bushy, uh, bushy beard. Uh, he's, he's bald. He he looks up, uh, puts his cup of coffee uh, down. Um, uh, I'm Dean Gelderman. Who, who's asking? Professor, uh, we're detectives from Berlin. Um, no need to worry. That has nothing to do with you. We have been I'm sent. <laughs> We've been sent to um, see if we can locate uh, poor Professor uh, Erling. Erling. And um, and it's like a clatter is uh, when he uh, dramatically lowers his cup of coffee. Uh, he uh, puts his cup of coffee uh, uh, down, spills a bit of it. I would prefer if I never have to hear this name again in my life. Well, uh, we believe the man suffered some sort of a mental breakdown. And, well, the man uh, is a mental breakdown. Well, let's have compassion on the man and see if we can get him to a hospital, but we need to locate him first. Um, can you give us at least some clue as to what he is researching that got you so upset? Researching, if you can call that. You see, he had, has the strangest ideas that... Uh, 
that his fairy tale nonsense has uh, an inbred meaning and that, uh, that we should, I don't know, take, uh, take a look at the motives uh, of the stories. These stories are very interesting from a, a language a point of view, but nothing else. So they, you don't... You spread you don't, is nonsense uh, here. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't... So, oh, this is um, Daniel, what do you think? <laughs> that, go, that goes off the basis that a fairy tale is not based off of folklore, which means it doesn't have... A, well, of course, basis. they're it, based in folklore. Like a basis of a, a meaning, but the, the folklore itself is not actually based in any kind of reality. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, a you murder really occurring. Think there, there are frogs that fulfill wishes. Well, no, but sometimes a uh, well, uh, who am I to lecture you? You know yeah, about it. Um, all day. We're simply trying to locate him. Do you know where? Uh, we have a schedule. We know what, where he was uh, uh, going to go next. However, he canceled his uh, lectures, and he seems oh, well, to have gone off with some... I think, I think he was headed for Hanover. Good for them. Yeah, no, he didn't go there. Um, he seems to have uh, uh, met some blonde student, uh, female student in, your in, your, in the yeah. lecture. Uh, somebody who knows a lot about folklore. Do you know who I might be talking about? Do I know Brunhilde? Do I know that name? It's a term. Yeah, you you were all uh, all together there. Okay, yeah. I think her name might be Brunhild, or I think that was just the term they gave her. Oh, maybe. It was a Valkyrie, um, yeah. Let's see. Um, I noticed him leaving with uh, with a, a young woman. Yes, that's uh, that's right. Um, In any I, of your classes? Think I think I have seen her before. I'm not one of your prize students or anything like that. And the one of the other professors, the the smallish guy, wasn't uh, wasn't that uh, young uh, young uh, Mrs. Bernd? I, I I think I I know her. She she's quite a uh, good student. She. Uh, takes a deep interest in in folklore. Um, she's working on. Uh, I think she's working on a uh, uh, on her uh, her uh, graduation. If if I'm correct, she should live uh, in what is it, with. Uh, with Mother Tucker, uh, isn't it uh, one one of the the older ladies who rents out for for the uh, for the female students? Your house mother uh, to a. I, I 
Yeah, I, I think it's in Wilhelm Weberstrasse. Um, well, you should know that it seems like everybody who uh, the professor has uh, interacted with seems to find him quite toxic. Uh, so it certainly well, isn't just you. Well, it was, I was hard pressed uh, not to have uh, anyone uh, uh, get wind of this whole thing when he, he ran out in, in his nightshirt and I mean, I'm afraid I, everybody all... seems to know about it. All of your students seem to know about it. So the rumor mill's already. But you know, students usually know every secret there is, uh, unless it uh, has something to do uh, with an exam they have to take. Then the, uh, those lazy buggers never seem to uh, to know anything. Ah, the foolishness of youth. Heritage lecture was about supposed letters. Did he keep those with yeah, him? Yeah, he had, he had some su supposed letters of uh, uh, he discovered letters. in the Prussian uh, National Archive. There was such an uproar, nobody really took notice. Probably they were fake anyhow. I, I'm not convinced that he discovered any new letters by uh, by, uh, by Jacob Grimm. That would be spectacular. Boy, how should they be uh, have been overlooked? One of those letters which we have seen. Well, um, you, you have seen a transcript. I've seen a transcript, right? Yeah. Um, it mentions uh, uh, in our investigation, we may be looking for a Jewish cemetery. And uh, we want to look for the grave of somebody mentioned in the letter that uh, might corroborate the, the letter's authenticity. That would be interesting. Uh, well, um. Do you know if there's a town near here uh, along the train line that, that has a uh, that has both a Jewish cemetery and a lake in it? See, no big, uh, big lakes uh, here. Nothing like a half a mile across. Or no, not really. There are small ponds and, uh, and things all over the hearts, but well, the, the from what I understand, the whole hearts is uh, basically built on on limestone, and it washes out and uh, uh, forms sinkholes. You would have to talk to somebody from uh, from Near geology. Geology. And I, I look over at Daniel and I say, they might all be connected underground. Might, might have been a lake 100 years ago. Thank you, Professor. We're sorry to have bothered you during no. your uh, respite. Uh, enjoy your coffee. Uh. Good day to you. So, and Hans, what, are you, what do you want to research? 
Give me. The first question uh, is, I want to see uh, what I can learn about this York fellow. Mm -hmm. Is there, does, is there anything about his life? Uh, mm -hmm. Other works? Um, uh, and what else? Uh, I I want to uh, I don't think I I don't think I'll find anything in in the stacks about this. So I'll speak to a librarian about local seasonal festivals. Mm, uh, okay. Um, give me a library use and luck. Library use seventy five. That's a sixty five. So only a regular. Luck is now 71. 14 is, I think that's extreme. Yeah, that's extreme. Extreme in luck mm -hmm. and uh, regular in library use. Mm -hmm. Okay, for the um, for the yoke uh, fellow, you find uh, that he is um, not a very well-known well uh, figure. He uh, is a stonemason, an art, a stone artist um, who was born in the town of Sehusen in, uh, in the Hearts. Mm -hmm. um, the date fits what's on the plaque. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, the most notable project he worked on uh, to the towards the end of his life was uh, the cathedral in Hildesheim, where he uh, uh, was uh, engaged uh, in part of the uh, sculpting and uh, the sculpture of the small Rheinsbrunn uh, here in uh, in Göttingen. Um, there is you find something that there. Uh, that he had, he had a fallout with his family and left his uh, his hometown uh, as a young man, and never re uh, re uh, never returned to his ho uh, home time uh, before he died. Uh, uh, and um... and for uh, the lacral, yeah, the you talk to one of the librarians and she says, well, there. There are festivals all over the place. Um, um, in my hometown, in Sehusen, there there will be uh, the rifle festival next weekend. The uh, the rifle club ha has its annual fair. How do well, people celebrate that traditionally? Well, it's a it's a, a big fe uh, festival with a parade and uh, a dance uh, and uh, uh, a carnival. And the uh, the shooting, uh, uh, the uh, right, uh, marksman uh, shooting for the king of uh, the marksman uh, association. That is something that all of you know. That uh, all the towns in Germany have traditionally these uh, marksmen's associations, and they usually have a fair once a, week, uh, a year. And they have some kind of prize shooting there, and the winner is uh, uh, crowned the king for the next year, and basically has to pay for much of uh, the partying over the next year. <laughs> so you don't voluntarily uh, uh, win this if you're not willing to uh, to put money into it. No, so it's a, an esteem, a self-esteem, self-aggrandizement thing. 
Yeah. If you're a good shot but don't have any money, you come in second. <laughs> exactly. And the parade has floats with flowers and things? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. What's say who's in like? A... It's a nice little town. Uh, is there, uh, are there any traditions there that are unusual or like local folk stories or that sort of thing? Well, <laughs> local folk stories. Well, we have uh, the the Redicoke, the uh, which is still uh, yeah, the uh, our communal uh, bathing uh, place. It's uh, like an open air, air uh, small open air lake. It's uh, used uh, as a bathing area. It's one of those sinkholes uh, that form all over the heart. Mm-hmm. And it's called the Radicook? Radicook. Uh, but it's, yeah, uh, it's a town like, uh, like many uh, here in the area. Is your family still it there? Special. It's home. Yeah. Is your family still there? Yeah, I, I still have family there. Do you go do visit? Uh... Oh, that's uh, yeah, I go visit. Yeah, mm-hmm. from time to time, I, I might go for the uh, for the uh, for the fair. Yeah, my friends and I are doing a, a sort of local tour, so I might run into you again there. Um, oh. you did, did did you hear about the uh, the notorious lecture uh, that's, on Sunday? Well, I heard that there was some up uh, uproar. Uh, concerning a lecture from a uh, visiting professor. Yes, my friends and I are, are, are trying to track him down. Uh, I have worked with him for years, and uh, he's he's gone, you know, uh, a bit mad. He, I think... Uh, <laughs> well, young man, sometimes it's... Uh, you scholarly types take your research too serious, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's, I, I guess one can get carried away. Uh, do you have records of uh, obituaries over any lengthy period of time for the region? No. No. I, I wouldn't think so. No. Yeah, I'm looking for a death announcement uh, from 1810. Do you have any oh. ideas? Well, your best uh, guess would be with uh, the church uh, the person was buried. Right, local authorities from that far back because nothing was yeah. published. Well, uh, thank you. You've been very helpful. Perhaps I'll be seeing you in Zeehosen. Okay. So all of you reconvene? Around the brass statue of the girl oh. with the geese? Yeah. It's a so-called... Uh, while the first of you are waiting there, you learn that that's the Gänseliesel. That's like it's a local tradition that any student who gets his doctoral degree uh, kisses uh, the Gänseliesel. It's a local tradition. Hans, I think we might have, if you think you might have uh, found where you might need to go next. We're looking for a town with a small lake, that, that a Jewish cemetery. Used be, used to be a... Well, yeah, and the, the other thing in, in the letter, he mentioned that the, 
the place was named because may have been placed because there were so many small meadows um and i'm you know i would is there is there some german oh. phrase that well might be um, missing? yeah uh, well yes the um a lake would be uh, in uh, in german uh would be a sea and what about meadows? Mm. Other tiny meadows that are so numerous that probably once gave it its name. Yeah, it's C as in Zeehusen. Um, and you've got... Uh, uh, okay, Zeehusen. Yeah, that makes sense. And and Henning, this... Uh, you. We, I guess we should see about this what, Mother Tucker who might be able to give us the name of the missing tall blonde, or is it, is it Mrs. Berndt or Miss Berndt? Uh, Miss, Miss. That's the name of the, that's the name of the house. He said Miss Berndt, of course. Berndt, yeah. That's the name of the house mother, not the- house mother is Tucker, but Berndt is the yeah. student. Yeah. The student. Yes. Okay, I guess I, I, maybe we don't need to visit the house. We know that because Berndt Because it turns is... out she might've left with him already. The gentleman at the train station, I think said that they departed together to a town called Gessling or Gessler? Gessler. Yeah, the end of the line is Gessler. It stopped at a lot of uh, small towns. Including um, Zeehusen. Yeah. That'd be where he... And the next train is at three. Yeah. Probably not where he went. Probably not where he is now, but it probably is where he went, which gives at least another chance to see someone saw him. Well, and right, what's the name of the town from the flowers manufacturer? Is that... Ellihausen? Uh, Ellihausen. Yeah, Ellihausen. Is that on that ride. train line? You got the schedule. No. It's not. Is it near Drat. Gosler? Is it near Gosler? Um, no, it's not. It's but... actually the... Uh, it's quite near here. Huh. What about... Wait, did he go there and come back? Go ahead. They well, left on I mean, train, well, and then he ordered the flowers and got a cart and went. Mm. Well, why get the flowers? That doesn't. I mean, it's not like here, my dear. Here is a bouquet of thirty-five hundred flowers. That's preposterous. And yeah. boxes of flowers. And I don't get the impression that it's romantic. I think they're running off together on some kind of voyage of discovery. Although maybe he's having a midlife or late life crisis, and I'm just being. Be both. If if you were going to, if you were going to get a, a girl flowers, you'd get real flowers. You wouldn't get silk flowers. Unless thirty five hundred. Yeah, unless they're trying to recreate some kind of old folklore ritual or something. But silk flowers are fairly modern. That's hardly an industry that existed a hundred years ago. Silk isn't nylon, but letter of the uh, letter of the letter of the term, not the meaning. I guess is the way to put it. So uh, I believe we've asked, <clears throat> I believe we've asked several people about local towns with festivals involving flowers, and we haven't gotten any straight answer on that. Correct? I mean, well, they all seem to have. We need to narrow it down. We need a place where there's a lake, 
Um, a Jewish and cemetery. A Jewish cemetery and a mill. Or at least one that they used to have one hundred years ago. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can ask somebody if, say, Husen has an old mill pond and a place for us to spend the night. And I'm sure and there are that's some on the train to Gosler, right? Mm -hmm. German geology or geographers in our university here. Yeah, well, I know there's water in Zehausen. We just don't know whether he's moved on. To... Go to I guess I just go to Gosler and then I guess just see if the, there's still a trace or a track of him. Well, there's and the festival in Zehausen is in a week. So if it's the festival, we have time to if, explore. If, also, if he just stayed on the train, then there's going to be no trace of him. Where sure. did the, was the ticket to? There uh, or was it Jim? Did, did, Jim, did he say? Did he say he was going to Gosler, or he bought a ticket heading towards? What, what, what was his the, exact the commuter train goes to Gosler? That's what he said. Okay, and so it runs past a uh, uh, couple of uh, uh, smaller towns. Right, it's it's a local that people take to get around the neighborhood. So okay. you know he could so be could going stopped, to any stopped of anywhere. Yeah, a yeah, towns on the way. Actually, yeah, yeah, I, I. I think we should call Sehusen and uh, and book some lodging and double check that they have a pond and yeah, ask about a Jewish cemetery for that matter. Yeah, and if they've seen an old man with great mutton chops and a and a giant <laughs> Brunhilde, uh... we can go back by the house and I can tell Frau what's her name, Frau. Can't Shock. Her name, I'm sorry. Um, that we're not going to spend the night and ask her if she knows anyone there that uh, we could stay with that she could recommend. I have to pick up my bags anyway. Um, no, she she doesn't know anyone uh, there. Fair enough. Okay. Thank you. Man. We're not going to need use... the rooms tonight. Thank you. Okay. And uh, so you. Can catch the last train, which is um, seven, on seven, seven p.m. Oh, seven o'clock. Okay. What time does it That would bring you to uh, Seehosen at where is it? Train, train light, train light. Good. Um. Stop. Somewhere around quarter to uh, quarter to nine, and someone at the train station will know about accommodations. Yeah, maybe we can call ahead this time. Just get a hotel. Let's do it. So that's what our plan is. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you. Uh, you call a hat and uh, what kind of hotel uh, do you want? Upper class, middle? Middle. I guess we can afford middle. middle. Yeah. Something where we don't regret sleeping in. So let me see. Place with a few rats. Uh, Frogs. The rats are friendly. Do you think the professor uh, and the student would stay in separate rooms or would they lie about being family 
It, so it, you it, you let you you have yourself patched through to the say who's an operator and uh, you ask for a uh, for a well middle class hotel. Uh, well, I could. Uh, uh, I have the um, health resort uh, Wilhelm Spot or the Golden Lamb. Which one's Golden, cheaper? Golden Lamb sounds more like a fairy tale. I was gonna say. Okay. Oh, I don't have. Although the other one is here. probably at the springs, so. I think where they went, but. Hmm. So, which one? I say Golden Lamb. That's my vote. Yeah, Golden Lamb. We can go to the springs on our own. Okay. So you book uh, rooms for the Golden Lamb, and you arrange for getting there late at night, what? at least late in the evening. Anything you want to do before go, uh, going off? Uh, on the train, I'm going to actually ask the conductor if, uh, if he remembers the couple. Okay. Um... Not sure the conductor uh, do a group uh, do a group luck. So lowest oh. luck. Not me. My luck is seventy. Minus fifty-five. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll do the roll for only two. No, how how low is your luck? How low is your luck? Fifty-five. Anybody lower? Okay. Okay, then where you go? And fifty-five rolls. 20. Hmm? That's a hard. Hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the conductor remembers uh, uh, the two of them, and he remembers them getting off at Seihosen. So, last thing, then, I want everyone to do a um, constitution roll. Yes. That's pretty out of nowhere there, Jim. Hard. Hard regular pass. success. Uh regular regular pass. I failed. So Joseph failed, Hans failed. Card? Pass or oh failed? I I got a hard, yeah. Uh normal pass. Uh hard. Okay. So the two of you who Paulus, uh, who failed. Uh, the day was quite strenuous. You did a lot of running around. And you fall asleep. Where is it? And when you wake up again, you're sitting in your, in your seats in the train. And you look around, and there's no one there beside the two of you. Uh, uh, they wouldn't have gotten off the train without us. What the hell? Is the train moving? The train seems to be moving. I'll stand up and go to the front or back, whatever's closest, and 
Well, you check, you check the neighboring carriage. Yeah, you, you stand up and you take a look, and the back looks uh, uh, the door to the next compartment, uh, to the next carriage is uh, a few rows away, and you turn to the other side, and there is this stairway leading down through the floor of the of the train. What's it look like outside? Normal. Just countryside in the dust. Just the countryside. But as you take a look at south, it starts to change from the wooded area you started with. And you see that it's all cornfields. Doesn't seem like like as far as you can see, there are uh, yellowish cornfields, and you see this staircase as well. Uh, I don't understand, Prince. Sorry, Hans. I I I don't know any better than you do at this point. well, you're in my dream, um, so uh, why don't you go to uh, the first? Wheat fields, not corn. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, sure, I guess uh, the curiosity is overwhelming. I'll we'll head down this, or I'll head down the stairs. Both of you? It's it's my dream. He can go and tell me. <laughs> go check well, your traps. <laughs> you start down the stairs, and uh, suddenly, Hans, you you find yourself on the staircase, uh, on the steps as well, and you find yourself walking down. Does it still feel like the train is moving, or the stairs in a moving thing? You take a look up and you don't see this the train uh, anymore. There's just the staircase that's leading down, down. Oh. And suddenly, you, as you blink, you're standing in front of an old medieval-looking town wall. Uh, daylight? Night? It's daylight. Well, I shouldn't have had that and, role before we got on the train. And as you as you turn around, suddenly you you're not outside the town wall, but you you're in a in a street like this. The the buildings look like they're slowly decaying. They they seem abandoned. It's like old thatched roofs, and the wood is. Uh, in a pretty disrepaired state. And you are standing in front of another wall. Inside the wall, there's a wall in the village. And see, it looks like a like a park behind it. There's, there's a gate. Is there, a, there a lake behind the gate? No, but there are, uh, there are bushes and thorny hedges. It all seems quite covered in it. Uh, like uh, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, oh. it comes to mind. 
is there uh what is there a building visible beyond the thorny no the the hedges are uh quite high and as you take a look you see there there are bones and skeletons entangled in the thorns a uh, human yeah human this is a terrible dream there you see uh, a sword and piece of an armor how's uh, the sword rusted or bright yeah it looks rusted any sound it is awfully quiet you know prince we've never been on the most perfect of terms uh it's a strange way to meet you inside this is there is there a tunnel in the shrubbery or is it just a is it impassable you try to push the 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 shrubberies away yeah they'll do that yeah, it's quite easy you can you can quite easily pass through all right and within so you both continue and you push through these uh these shrubberies and thorny hedges and you reach at some point an opening there's you're standing in front of a dark tower it seems to be made from big black stone blocks like they're very smooth like, like obsidian and there there doesn't seem to be a door and as you look up you see there's something is falling down there there seem to be some some windows at the very top and something's falling down Rapunzel. Like a, a rope oh, better yeah it's blonde hair I wonder if this is Brunhilde's uh I'll give it a little tug that seems sturdy Who, who's up there No answer. No answer. Well, I'm dreaming, so it should be easy to climb, right? Well, you can try to to climb it. Give me a climb roll. I'll uh, I'll stay down on the ground. Yeah, that's my second eighty-eight tonight. I cannot climb. It. So you start climbing up, and at some point you. You lose your grip and you fall down. And um, Joseph, you see he, he kills over and he's just gone. He disappears. Yeah. And the hair is still dangling? The hair is still dangling. I'll take a try at climbing. Have a go. failed 80 same thing you start climbing up and you use the hair as a rope and you get quite a uh, bit up there and then you slip and as you fall you hear this whistle and you wake up sitting in the train and wake up from the train whistle that uh as you just enter a train station 
and everything's back to normal. Everyone's around me. Ever everything's normal. The, the both of, uh, of them have fallen asleep, and when you enter like the third stop on the uh, on the way in Nordheim, when the train whistle blows, both of them uh, shudder and uh, wake up. Well, Hans, I just had a really strange dream, and you were in it. <laughs> was I talking in my sleep? Is that because <laughs> I, uh, you know, I hate it when I fall in dreams. It's so, it just like always makes my like you know I wake up with a little adrenaline bump. You you two had a shared dream. I, no, I was oh, he was I'm in my sorry. dream. But he was that, in your dream. He yeah. was in my dream. What did you and dream? what did you do in your dream? What's all this fairy tale stuff? You know, uh, we had you know there was a dark tower and Rapunzel let her hair down. You know, you, you had the same dream. That's what I remember. So that's exactly and, what I remember. Let's talk I more think, about this later. I think you can sanity check this next time. What? I you wondered can discuss about a this check. next time. Next time, all right. Maybe if everybody talks at the same time, you can hear what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you said we can do this. We can start to talk about this next time. Right. Yeah. Our players included Brian Ridge, uh, David Gasway, Max Stoll, Steve Anderson, and myself with Pascal Breitenfeld as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft, and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.